You're listening to Vanguard Radio. Okay, we're back. There was a short break. This is our last hour of the broad of uh, Free Talk Live, and so um, let's. Uh, we have um, we have uh, another caller coming in, but I want to give Mark some more time. And uh, so basically, uh, this is the fourth hour VNM broadcasting. This is Free Talk Live. We have Mark on the phone. Let's see. We have Mark, uh, James Hawthorne, Theseus, and Lee Gardner. The Lee Gardner, that is, by the way. Lee Gardner is back. Yeah. And, so, uh, <laughs> and, we, and we could be getting the band together, as he said. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like that. The Lee Gardner. Yeah. The Lee Gardner is on the line. The he deserves a V. Yes. And uh, basically, we were talking about if we want to, you know, uh, Pick up where we left off with this business, uh, I, I, with the business with North Korea and so on. And I, I was thinking, God, this this whole thing, this whole thing with with uh, uh, eternal war and all the stuff that these Jew neocons are are uh, throwing out, it really looks to me like it's all unraveling to me. Uh, as I look at uh, around, you know, every time they, it's like the, the you know, every time they they, they try to grab a head, and, uh, two more heads pop up. But um, I don't know. What do you guys hey, think? If I could interject here real quick. Please do. Please uh, do. Just because just I know that I'm going to get bumped off real soon. No, 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 no. Take your time. We're going we're gonna to hear you out. We're going to hear you out, Mark. Well, well, here's the issue, all right, in terms of what I've seen going on in terms of the realistic neocon agenda. All right, the New World Order. As, white, as a white race, we are, we are a threat, and they have to get rid of us. And you see that with regards to the Mexi shits and all those motherfuckers that are coming down here or coming up here, should I say. Um, and the laws are being passed. If you have a brain and you have individual thought, they want to get rid of us. It, and and it's 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 plain as day. I mean, look at look at what happened in in North Korea. They set off a bomb there. We sold them the bomb or built the, we built the nuclear reactors. It's a fact, you know, freed up. Oh, you know, now you're things. talking about the light water deal with Bill Clinton, right? Is that what you're talking uh, well, about? The, the 94 well, deal? Well, yeah, it, it, it's a little bit beyond that because of the fact that um, uh, Rumsfeld actually pushed that through and was involved with that. All right. So... You didn't. You uh, well, okay. Okay, so um, you're no, no. Take your time. You're saying this is all. In other words, you're saying this is all sort of a. And I'm not. I'm not simplifying it too too deeply. You're saying this is all kind of. All this stuff is a lot of maneuvering to get white people involved in wars. No, it's it's okay. a matter of white people stopping to exist. Well, yeah. Well, you can destroy the population if you get us involved in all these overseas wars too. No, 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 no Jeff. I, I'm talking about. If you get rid of the white nation, you get rid of the people that threaten the Jewish nation the most. Well, sure. It, and it's not, and and that's why you see the influx of the whole uh, the Mesoids in northern United States. Number one, you see all the white guys dying in 
uh, Iraq, and, and who knows? They're probably dying in Iran right now also. Um, All right. I don't know. Comments, I, I, comments from the panel? Uh, sure. Yeah. I yeah. We're in a classic state of uh, empire uh, of overreach. Uh, empires go through that. Uh, it's coming along quite swiftly for us. It's it's going to make your head spin. It's going to be over before you know it. Um, uh, Alex was correct when he said that the uh, Jews running our country are like drunk teenagers with the car keys, um, and they've got this big powerful nation that will do their bidding and. They're 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 trying to live out their fantasies through it, but they're not they're not the kind of people who make cultures and nations their parasites for a reason, uh, and that's because they can't create the sustainable conditions, and and that's why we find ourselves. I mean, not to say that we're not capable of imperial overreach ourselves. No, 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 no. Uh, just that we're more likely to keep these things in check, and yeah, we are going to be an engine for uh, this. Uh, this new world order, this globalization, uh, where the you know goods and services can can move over these, well, these can giant I, can I interrupt economic for a spheres. Absolutely, can, can I, for it. Um, don't ask. Just, jump in. Yeah, well, yeah. It's it's like look at uh, MTV. Look at everything that's on TV. Everything that's on TV shows the termination of white civilization. You can't yeah. deny that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, not trying to argue with you guys, but no, no, I'm just not. saying um, uh, the issue that I have is that if you look at what's going on right now, there is super overpopulated shit that's been going on for about 20 years, and what what sustains humanity? Water, right? Fluoride with with fluoride or not? Oh, well, yeah. 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 Well, I, I'm not sure the point you're trying to get at, but all I know is is that if you let the kikes fucking run anything, they're going to run it into the ground, and they're definitely their agenda is white extinction. I mean, everything they've done. You're right, Mark. Feminism, Marxism, communism, right? Abortions. I mean, they were the leading. Doctors, when Noah doctors would uh, perform abortions, they were the leading doctors, and we've lost like 40 million, you know, babies in the last 30 years or some shit. And divor yeah. divorce lawyers, they were the first real group to do divorce law divor divorce in this country too. Right, uh, no fault divorce was uh, the Soviet Union was the first uh, right after the Bolsheviks won. No fault divorce. Yeah, an open homosexuality in you know in in, in 1917 in Russia. So open homosexuality, what a positive thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if you had an island full of homosexuals, you know, you know that you know that island is only going to last for one generation. Thirty yeah. years, you know, forty years from now, they're going to be gone because they're not. Well, you know another breeding. thing. Yeah. Well, you know another thing that I, I didn't really pick up on how profound it was about homosexuality. Uh, there was a uh, lesbian that that uh, I uh, spoke to a number of times at my place of work. She's moved on now, but what's what finally struck me and that never had before, and it was so profound. But I was talking about politics, and you know, it's not gonna, it was something that wasn't going to affect us but our children. And she says, Well, I don't give a damn. Uh, so homosexuals are the perfect uh. consumers, they don't give a damn, they don't have any type of stake in the future 
as as you know parents with children would and and I never really thought about that well that's yeah, something I was talking will. about today and, and boy if you're a homosexual in this country aside from your greater risk of dying of, of some horrible disease you know life life is good uh yeah. you know because you know your income can be to, uh you know redirected into into total personal enjoyment and uh, uh hey sir jeff I, i'm yeah. going to interrupt it cuz uh, i i feel i need to um back to the fucking whole kike issue um we never left these, it. oh okay well you know <laughs> the you know how these fuckers are just they're heartless and how they went into uh lebanon when they left or they were fucking leaving or whatever they were doing, you know they their whole reason for being there was to seal the water. And if you look at now what's going on with the with the Israeli soldiers there, they're stealing. They've dig they've dug pardon me trenches to take the water from Lebanon. It was never about fucking the Hezbollah or any of that bullshit. It was a matter of the water and the land. Well, oh no, that's that's right. You know, if you read the book by uh, Victor Ostrovsky, the by way of deception, he says in there he admits this. He says he didn't know why all these Jews were interested in the Red Sea and the trouble they were causing around there and trying to get that land. It turns out, you know why? Because the uh, Red Sea is perfect for cultivating pearls. Okay, so so all they were doing was looking at it from the economic, from the financial angle. They just wanted it to cultivate pearls so they could get get more fucking money. Yeah, that takes a lot of energy to make fresh water from the ocean. Uh, don't be fooled by uh, uh, a lot of the technology coming out on that. Yeah, part of part of that uh, debacle in Lebanon was about getting to the Latani, and uh, they would love nothing more than to steal off a piece of the Latani and have it for themselves. All right, uh, but. On the original question of the... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, no. Go ahead. Oh, well, on your question about the geopolitical unraveling of things uh, and empire, I mean, yeah, we do. We Individual rights uh, to guns, speech, privacy, that stuff threatens this one world system, you know? So you have to bring us down. You have to bring, you know, some muds up. You have, you, know, you have to kind of socially engineer it, but... You know, it's no secret that when the United States starts starts throwing its weight around on a more uh, unilateral type uh, basis, that lesser powers are, are through sheer self-interest, uh, the defense of their own sovereignty, are go- are going to uh, have these type of alliances that exist just by the sheer virtue of their, they they share the the fact that. The big Jew is uh, threatening them. So you're going to have Chavez and Ahmadinejad and, and Putin. You're going to have them meeting. You're going to have that stuff. And it's going to. And and we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg right now. All right. Uh, this, it's going to grow. These, these links are going to become deeper and more profound. And they're actually going to. They're actually going to affect. They're going to tie the United States down. And that's really what. European politicians have ostensibly been wanting to do for the past 15, 20 years. I use this in the. I use this in the uh, in the area. Hey, Mark, 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 I'm going to have to oh, let, let you go. Okay, buddy. Oh no worries. We'll, we'll, we'll call again and we'll talk. We'll, we'll schedule some time for you. All right, bro. All right, bye bye. I use this in uh, an area my latest program about the uh, Jewish matrix, and. Uh, I I use this quote and uh, it's a quote that I've always used and I'll stick with it 
and I'll quote it again, it's from Area Matters. In the Jewish matrix, normal heterosexual white males and females are something that should be avoided. <laughs> yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah, now, know. that's where we are. We are in this Jewish matrix where black is white and white is brown and you can't put that black you can't put that square thing into the round tube that's where we are right now it's the Jewish oh, matrix they can condense this just long enough in order to get the noose around us you know in order to get us in the back of the van and get the hood over our heads yeah uh, that's where we are enough, yeah. if we can communicate to our people that we're in this Jewish matrix that you know what's happening is not real and outside this matrix is the real world I think we may have a chance. Oh, and that that type of um, uh, I can't I don't know the word I'm looking for here, but yeah, that that type of language is, is really uh, you really get a lot of response from that in college types because they they've grown up watching those films and they can really relate to them. And if you you know if you can kind of bring it up and they can imagine it because they have this really great image in their head of these people that are submerged in this in this false reality. And they can yeah. really appreciate it, and you know, if you can relate that to them and say, "Hey, you know, what if you you what if you were in that right now? And you, how would you yeah. know? What would be the things that you would know that reality doesn't square up with about, what you see on TV?" Well, look yeah, how about here. yeah, how about all? I mean, all the people who control in the Jewish matrix, they control you, all your media, they control your politicians, and they go, "You're kidding me!" But then you can prove to them that they do control your media, they do control your politicians. And they reality go, oh my God, I'm, I am in the Jewish matrix. And if you can get people to understand that, that in, they are in this Jewish matrix, maybe we'd be able to, uh, you know, have them explode out of this thing in a, in a not-so-violent way, which I, I, I don't see happening. But maybe Yeah, and then does it matter if the media reports on a... The media reports and says that uh, these, these people that... Uh, that write these things and that have this type of speech are terrorists. These the, Alex Lenders a terrorist because he speaks this way. But you know, if he is if he's fighting the Matrix, that's exactly what the news says there too. We and should a, use that's a basis upon which you know what? people can we, ignore we, and, and we should use what they use against us. And, and I, I watched those three movies and I, I was pretty profoundly affected by them because I, I'm thinking, hang on a minute. I feel like that. I feel inside this matrix, and then I, I, I took the other leap. I thought, yeah. do you know what? It's a Jewish matrix. Yeah. I'm locked into this Jewish Absolutely. matrix. You know, I like are. to put it this way. I, I, I tell my friends, uh, you know, the sci-fi stories of the, you know, kind of like the matrix of, of the past hundred years or so, where people are chips in their head or they have this 24-7 surveillance or they or they have these machines or this oppressive tyrannical government thinking for them because they, they have this thing in their head, this bug in their head that's making them do it. It's come and gone. It's called television. It made mass penetration in the 50s and 60s and uh, we're there. We're 40, See, yes. you know what? <laughs> okay. so, so, hang on, Jeff, if I interrupt there. Uh, I am... I. F- it, it, it feels the pressure on my chest be being involved, uh, not being involved, but being trapped in this Jewish matrix. I just posted in the forum about this uh, hurling of chickens around people, what these Jews do. It, and people should, I put it in the uh, general 
discussion uh, part of the forum about the throw, what the Jews do about throwing chickens around their heads. Oh yeah, I wanted to bring that up too. <laughs> you've got to, you've got to read that. That is just unbelievable. Oh, That's hateful. They cut the chicken's head and they throw it around their heads to absolve them all from sin. I mean, for yeah, yeah. For Odin's sake, I mean, really. You know. yeah. oh, they're muds. I, when like, I read like, that, I couldn't believe that. Yeah. They're muds. They're muds by uh, just another name. I mean. Okay. Look, uh, this is a. I gotta. I gotta have a. Uh, this is a break here. Uh, I want to bring in Todd now, and uh, I, I. I had him uh, uh, as a chat participant. From the beginning of the show, because I wanted him to cut on uh, to talk about what he wants to talk about, but I, but I also want to mention one thing specifically, and that is Todd will be, uh, I believe, tentatively, we'll confirm it tonight, uh, hosting a, a free talk live next Friday night at 10 p.m. and um, and so you know we're we're looking for hosts, uh, you know we just we you just can't you know wander in off the street, but. Uh, you know, we're looking for a host for this show. It's not, it's not just the Jeff Beck show. Uh, you know, it's not or, oh. the, or the Stan Sikorsky show uh, or the Alex oh. Linder show even. Oh, and uh, oh, the James Hawthorne. Or the James Hawthorne show. Oh. And I know it's going to break a lot of hearts <laughs> breaking there. Breaking my heart, you gentlemen. And so uh, anyway, oh, you're uh, breaking my heart. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, Todd, uh, welcome to the broadcast. Uh, thank you. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're coming in good. Okay. Great. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was listening to another radio show tonight. And, hey, uh, hey, that's not nice. I won't, I won't mention it. <laughs> I think you know which one it was. Though. Okay, I'm just. But kidding. Um, it's it's actually it, it was actually rebroadcast from this afternoon. A guy called in and he said um, he was he went to the uh, jpost.com, which is the Jerusalem Post, and um, he had mentioned that they wrote an article. Surprise, surprise! Their first knee-jerk reaction was that, oh my God. Korea does have the nuke because a lot of commenters yesterday were like, "Oh, it's just a bluff. They just want uh, international aid, and they're just bluffing because uh, they want the United States to give them, you know, more, you know, stuff like Clinton was giving them." So uh, finally, they they set off the nuke, and now the first thing uh, the J Post comes out and says, Jerusalem Post, is that we are in danger of Korea giving Iran a nuke. <laughs> How convenient, you know? It's just it's mm-hmm. the silliest thing in the world, but um, the article that um, the guy was talking about—they mentioned North Korea 15 times. They mentioned Iran like 21 times. So I said, "Well, that's interesting. I want to go to jpost.com and check it out." Uh, conveniently, they've taken the article down because I think even the people at JPost was like, "Look, let's—you know, yeah, they sympathize with it, but you know." The people in Israel are not the only ones that read J-Post, and it was ridiculous. I mean, for them to come out and say that Korea is going to give Iran a nuclear weapon and they're going to have the bomb, but wait a minute, all these neocons have been saying for the last two years, Iran's going to have the bomb in three months, we've got to invade, uh, it's, it's, it's real soon now, we've got to invade, you know, they're just right around the corner from getting the bomb, and it's interesting, if you go on, you know, the CIA.gov website, and you look at the information that they compile about each country, they specifically say, um, you know, how CIA.gov is really informative about each country, and it specifically says, you know, CIA how fact soon... Book especially. Yeah, it's a, a fact book. It says, yeah. you know, what the gross domestic product is, you know, the employment rate and everything like that, and they talk about the militaries of each country as well, and they say, well, these people are, you know, this far along as far as developing 
plutonium or uranium. They're using it in this and this, and this country is using this. They have a nuclear reactor where they're building the nuclear reactor. But they, they openly say out of all the agencies, they've compiled all this information about Iran, and they're saying conservatively it won't be for at least another nine or ten years before Iran can even get to the point Korea is right now. So Korea has already demonstrated that they have a nuke. They've already test-fired a missile that went up into uh, space and then on, upon re-entry came back down and parts of it when it was, you know, separated into the atmosphere, parts of it hit Alaska, okay? So they hushed that up and they were like, well, no, we can't talk about that. So now they finally, you know, developed that, yeah, we do have a, a, um, a nuclear bomb that is about the same size that hit uh, Nagasaki. Well, so instead of addressing the problem and saying, well, we need to do something about it, they're saying, well, you know, they want to concentrate on Iran. Well, if Korea has the nuke, well, then Iran is just right around the corner. And why is this? Well, because it goes right back to the Jewish news media. They're paranoid about their religious enemy, and that's Iran. They're Muslims. Koreans aren't Muslims, so they could care less. In fact, the Koreans are communists and the Jews are communists, so actually, you know, they get along just fine on that level. But the, the Iranians, you know, that's a religious enemy, and uh, they're look, the, Israel is looking to expand its power base. And um, since the mid, the early 80s, like 83, they've talked about balkanizing Iraq and Afghanistan and for the pure uh, Okay, so you, just, so you see you see the Korea thing. Am I, am I right here? As far as what the U.S. government's response is, and perhaps Europe as well, you see this Korea thing as a sideshow, right? Well, no, I think, uh, personally, I think it's very, very important. I think is just grandstanding when he comes out and says it's unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. You need to get That's all the nations at. together. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just grandstanding on his part. He'll never do anything about it. I mean, they could have done something about that years ago, but Clinton um, gave them money uh, to you know, not develop nukes, but they did anyway. They went behind his back and developed them anyway. And they gave them so nuclear technology, too. Absolutely. The light water deal. Yeah. Well, it, so, so you're, you're um, saying the real, the, real, it, the real enemy behind this is Iran. I mean, in terms of what the U.S. government wants to they want to get at Iran any way they can, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what the... Korea's, uh, North Korea ostensibly would be the threat. They're long, they're, they, they, we've got pieces of their missiles landing in parts of Alaska, you know. Right, logically they're the more of a threat than Iran is. Logically, yes, even though well, they're not. Well, one thing that Lee, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. The one South thing Koreans don't own the goddamn media. <laughs> yeah, they don't own yeah. the media. <laughs> one, thing, one thing that Todd said that's very, uh, you know, important and prescient, uh, uh, reaches right to the heart of the matter, is one of the things that the Jews do, which is there's many examples of, which they're always one step ahead of the goyim, okay, because uh -huh. they could predict this or actually falsify and make up this uh, bullshit story about, oh, the North Koreans can give uh, Iran the nuke. You know, that's why we got to go after them, you know. They did the same thing. If you look back at all the media reports uh, on the invasion of Iraq, right when we invaded Iraq, they started putting out reports that, guess what, Iraq did not, Iraq and Saddam Hussein did not have weapons of mass destruction because they had already smuggled them out of the country. Right, to Syria. So we won't find any. Yeah, we won't find any. Yeah, they any. said they're in Syria. Now, wait a minute. They're in Iran. 
Uh, wait, they're probably <laughs> in Lebanon. You know, so whoever they want to attack. Yeah, they play the Goyam us like a fucking fiddle. Yeah. That's it's the even problem. better. The truth is even better. We uh, that that is truth that they smuggled. Uh, actually, Russian General Premikov was part of the uh, convoy that smuggled uh, that the data and the uh, he Premikov was the Russian guy or the guy who he was their chemical weapons guy. The Soviets. Uh, Yevgeny Primakov. Third world, yeah, to third world countries, and he was part of the uh, group that would come in and scrub countries. And by God, oh, where was he a week before Iraq came? Yeah, in. but part of the reason why is that those chemical weapons had uh, our return address on them. And yeah, that's but why it was allowed to. But don't, out. but don't miss the point. The point is that the Jews will spring this shit on us before oh. you know, even if it's true or not. It does not matter if it's true, if there's any truth in it or not. They want us to do their bidding, and they will lead us around with this false information and bullshit to get us to do what they want. That's oh, the yeah, point. But, but, right, of course, of course. But one one should try to know how deep that rabbit hole goes, uh, to know how profound the lies are. Uh, but as far as South Korea goes, there's no real solution to that. They've got twenty. They've got upwards of twenty thousand artillery pieces in range of uh, of Seoul. Uh, we can't take them out. Uh, we 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 can't we can't even take a significant portion of them out before they could level Seoul. Uh, there's there's no way of, even in a preemptive nuclear strike we would. Well, well, them. you su- you say that that we're still not sure that they. Uh, well, we're just going to keep paying them off is what we're going to do, and, and and good thing they're cheap. There's well, no you, way we well, could become involved in a war in in Korea. Well, that's, that's well, nuts. we well see look it's a nightmare. Look, we say that, but but that, that that's not what the fucking neocons and Republican idiots say. Well, yeah, they but say, they want us. They to say it. let's nuke them, and you know why? It's like that old saying goes: when you're ha- when you're holding a hammer, everything looks like a nail, right? <laughs> well. So we got all these fucking nukes, so let's nuke them. Let's take them out. You know they're fucking crazy. Nah, they're they're they're. Well. First of all, they're not crazy. The North Koreans aren't crazy as. I'm not talking about the are. Koreans. I'm talking about the oh, I Republicans. Right? I understand. So, well, my yeah. my comeback to that is is that they you know crazy. the neocons and stuff. They're the Jews, and the Jews don't want us fighting a war in Korea. They want us fighting a war in Iran. Exactly, and that's exactly what happened before 9/11. Is if you looked at the. September 11th happened. The main focus was that they wanted to end the drug war once and for all. And they were talking about the Columbia campaign becoming another Vietnam, and people were protesting about it, you know, not actively in the streets, but it was something that was a major issue in the uh, in the newspapers and magazines and whatnot, and not so much on TV, but it was still something that they were talking about doing, was going in down and invading the jungles of Columbia to wipe out all these uh, um, these laboratories. Well, you know, the Jew... They're not going to want that at all because it takes attention and especially money away from the Middle East. So what yeah. do they do? They get involved. Well, uh, of course they knew about 9/11 before it happened. How much more they had uh, an involvement in that, um, you know, it's anybody's guess. But the fact of the matter is, yeah. 9/11 happened, and now that whole Columbia thing—it's just in the history book. It's gone, isn't it? That's right. It's gone. It's gone. Well, no, they, so they do they do interdictions down there, but all they're doing is taking on the competition. It's a gangster operation down there. Sure. Uh, as long as you're, as long as you're, you know, they'll go down there and take out the competition's crops. But, well, yeah, we all know, know that Clinton and, and the CIA's and got crops down there. Sure, we all know that Clinton and Bush, yeah. But the Jews don't I mean, want the, any attention being drawn away from the Middle East. That's for sure. Well, so. you know what? I, I would differ a little bit on that, but uh, but the 
essentially we are agreeing that they're doing it for the good of the Jews, but you know, I think all of this uh North Korea stuff is is just to generate a lot of heat uh in order to kind of take attention off of the Middle East for a short time uh because you do see this fatigue in the polling and the numbers as far as uh support and whatnot are entering another phase of freefall and that's rather dangerous as we Well, the whole election. Korea thing is just it's a cause and effect relationship of what happens when democracy gets spread around the globe. You know, it's like you've seen, everybody see the little thumbnail where it says, if you don't come to democracy, democracy will come to you. And it's got the picture of the B-52 with bombs coming out of it. It's true. And Korea just looked at it and said, you know, um, we either develop a nuke or we become a pawn yeah, in the whole power game. We talked so now it's going to spark, it's going to spark another arms race in, in Asia. So, well, yeah, I think, I'm not I think that's North that's Korea's motivation. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I, I'm not altogether sure that's that's not what we want is a is a, an arm race in Asia. Uh, North Korea is Good a point. great little counterbalance to counterbalance to the Chinese. Uh, we've been trying to hem them in forever. There's nothing better than an unstable or what they what they calculate as an unstable neighbor. I mean, we could do some very simple things to North Korea and send millions of people flooding over the Chinese border and we create an absolute unmitigated disaster. And we could probably sell a lot of arms to Japan too. Oh, and we are. I mean, we're rearming Japan right now. We're they're going to be changing their constitution before the end of this of this decade out. They're going to have a fundamental change in their constitution at our behest. So, yeah, I mean, whereas they they've had defensive forces that haven't been uh able to operate in any type of expeditionary uh uh, capacity, they're changing their, and that's due to their constitution. They're they're going to be changing that. And the machinery has begun to those ends. Uh, it had begun in 2002. Yeah, well, it had you begun know, in still, it goes back to the main point of the Jews telling us who our enemies should be. You know, it, oh, it's of more of it's more of like, well, okay, North Korea wants to develop a nuke, fine, and Iran wants to develop a nuke, and what the Iranian hey. president said was true. Who's the only country the who actually right used the nu nuclear weapon against anybody? Yep. And the U.S. did, right? And city. So, yeah, so again, that, that thing right there of saying, you know, who's the hypocrite here, and who's telling who what to do, it's obvious, you know, that, that oh, we, and how ridiculous we are having these it? enemies which, aren't really, that, which really shouldn't be our enemies. Well, you know, if the Jew for five minutes, if the Jew took five minutes off from pointing out all these other enemies, we we might just get wise and realize that our only real enemy is the Jew. That's right. Well, it's interesting in the um, Jerusalem Post today that although they scrubbed that one article, they kept an, uh, an editorial which I'm posting right now on the Free Talk Live thread. It's it's a it's an article about the non-proliferation treaty which began in the 60s, and they're saying, well, the only major countries that have nukes are China, Russia. United States, and we shouldn't be spreading all the... They forgot to mention that Israel has Israel. nukes as well. <laughs> right. you know, and they, yeah, they also I always do. The, yeah, when every other list includes Israel. Every other list. I mean, you talk about the CIA's webpage includes Israel and the nuclear countries. I mean, they're so... It's Ridiculous. such a double standard that it's like, if you look at how Israel obtained the nukes in the first place, they stole them. Jonathan J. Pollard is doing life for it. Uh, you look at... you know, no, They had nukes at, before Pollard. Yeah, th yes, they did, but he he further helped out. This, he exacerbated the situation. So then you got uh, Golda Meir. He launched nuclear fire control systems, I believe, is what Pollard helped them out with. You're right about that. You got Golda Meir, who armed nuclear warheads twice. 
during the Six-Day War in 73. Um, and they, they never mentioned that. You know, I mean, what other country has actually armed their nuclear warheads after they've got them? Did China? Did Korea? I mean, well, Korea's just got them, but I mean, did, has Russia armed their nukes ever? No. Uh, it was only no, well, Yeah, I mean, the, on the, in the wonderful movie, uh, on the wonderful film uh, Awaken and Avenge that uh, a VNNR put together, I was watching again just yesterday, and they were talking about the USS Liberty incident, uh, incident and how they had uh, loaded up a, uh, a, a B-82 uh, thermonuclear weapon, <laughs> nuclear, God, I'm saying it now, uh, weapon uh, on a Phantom, an F-4 Phantom, off the, to fly off the deck of the 6th Fleet. No, 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 it was an E-6. And uh, to, they were going to nuke Cairo uh, before, uh, you know, it kind of got fuzzy what went on. But, but that is true. We, we did have a nuke loaded up on a light bomber uh, about to fly off the deck of a carrier because of the USS Liberty incident. We were going to bomb uh, Egypt, you know, just another example of the Jew, uh, of, uh, of the Jew blaming everyone else for what he, in fact, does. Yeah, it's very difficult well, as to we understand all know, how. It's very un- difficult to understand how our government can be so pro-Israel when, if you read a lot of their stuff, like uh, Jeff was mention- mentioning earlier, CIA fact books, or if you go to the State Department, if you go to the State Department website, go on there and look at what they say about certain countries. They will, they will say, Egypt, for example, will not allow people in there if they have traveled through Israel. You know. Stuff like that, you go. Well, wait a minute. Why? Do, why the hell is that? Well, they hate Israel. Why do they hate Israel? You know, people, Americans, just in general, don't ask the questions. And when you read some of them uh, government websites, you're like, they gotta know about this shit. Of what they what do. are the they State afraid Department of? The Department is notoriously anti-Semitic. And of course, what they're the afraid of, in case you don't is know, that. <laughs> well, they are afraid of being labeled anti-Semitic and actually speaking out against it, right? Because if they, they were, if they were, then then we would, you know, most Americans would know about it. Well, not only the politicians. Uh, scared of the Jews, they're also a bunch of fucking flaming homosexuals as well. And we're finding that. Out. <laughs> Damn right. I mean, this whole this Foley thing—it's like they've known for years now that the guy was a queer. Yeah. So. You can look at him. My God, looks like <laughs> yeah. Freddie Mercury. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. He he looks like all he needs is little little uh, you know lipstick. Assless chaps. He fit right in. <laughs> These guys, these oh, so the man that joined us. I hear the man. Yeah, Why I just came back. I hear yeah, I'm sorry. I've been kicking my phone line out of the wall, and I just got reconnected. But I've been enjoying <laughs> listening to this. Cool. And, uh, you think the show's going pretty well, Alex? I do. Oh, good. I think there's good. lots of good analysis. And um, so it's good to have more good people than we have time. And that's why we're looking for new hosts all the time and new, uh, 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 new guests, too. So you listening in. Take note. Uh, and on that note, I will say that uh, this Friday um, that I'm going to be hosting a show. Uh, I have a friend who I'm going to bring on the show as a guest, and he's going to do the um, most of the talking, the dialogue, while I ask him questions. But I've known this guy for years now. Um, he's not a white nationalist. He is. Um, he's pretty much a Bible scholar, like a theologian. Uh, we're not going to talk about Christianity per se, our main subject is going to be our favorite topic, which is the Jews. And um, one of the things that um, is a problem for us as white nationalists, trying to convince other white people 
uh, about the Jewish problem is that most white people think that Jews, well, they're the chosen people and we don't question what they do. And uh, they don't, I mean, other, other than the fact that everybody thinks that they don't do anything wrong, what I am trying to bring up is that um, if Jews cannot claim that they're Jews, if they're just saying that they're Jews because they're in some mafia club, which we know they are, why is it then that they were given Israel? Why is it that they're getting so much money from the United States? Why is it that they are pretty, they're untouchable? Why are they so untouchable if they can't claim that they're Jews in the first place? So what this guy is going to do is he's going to come on and he's going to use the Bible to explain to everybody that there's really, as far as the Jews go, they cannot claim lineage to Christ or Abraham. And uh, the guy, it's pretty amazing the way the guy talks about it. And um, I'm going to bring him on and we're going to spend a couple of hours talking about the Jews, and uh, we'll have some callers call in, but it'll be a pretty revealing show. It's not from a Christian identity standpoint. He doesn't know anything about Christian identity. He's never heard of it, uh, but he's got a lot of facts that uh, I, I've never even considered, and I was raised a Christian, and some of the stuff he talks about, I just, just it blows my mind. So, uh, Judeophilia, this Christian Judeophilia is a uh relatively, or as far as wide acceptance of it, it's a relatively new phenomenon. It is. That's, well, that's, thanks to Bill O'Reilly. He's Semitic. I mean, Jesus hated Jews. I mean, he called them the, uh, what, he, he said that they're, they're great liars because they, he, they do as their father, the devil. Spawn of Satan. Their father right. of Satan, yeah. I mean, he, he right. you know, uh, real and Christians <laughs> hate Jews. I, mean, <laughs> I hate to say Jesus was right, but he was. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> Even if he was Jesus. <laughs> out there that are, you know, any Christians out there, you know, get it together, you know, hate the Jews like your granddaddy did, you know. It's you know, I, I would love to challenge Bill O'Reilly. He keeps bringing up this term, throwing it around very carelessly, this Judeo-Christian term, oh, saying that. that we're all yeah. Judeo-Christians. You know what I'd like to say to him? I'd say, you know what, I challenge you, Mr. O'Reilly, to go down to the Wailing Wall, where you see all these little Jew boys bobbing up and down with their black uniforms, I dare you to go down there and tell them that, hey, we're all the same. We're equal. You get stoned to death, Mr. O'Reilly. I want to see you do that. I challenge you, you to do that. You wouldn't have to say anything to get stoned. Yeah, they don't there. call themselves Christo-Jews. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And you'd think if the Christians had any self-respect, they wouldn't put up with it. But they've been using that... Uh, I'm probably older than Todd, I think, uh, at least by a little, and uh, they've been using that as far back as Reagan and probably some of you. They've probably been saying that since the 50s, but I really remember it with Reagan in those years, in the 80s. Well, most Christians, I mean, let's be honest, most Christians haven't even read the Bible yet, and uh, the church is mainly a social function in their lives, and uh, they go to church to meet other people, say hi, you know, plan barbecues and stuff like that. They don't really listen to the preacher, and when you have most of your preachers get up there anyway, it's mm. just a generic. Yeah, it, I've heard it's some not, of those. It's, it's not oh, yeah. something that's challenging. Preachers used to criticize the government. Uh, you know, it's like the media. Preachers used to be a strong uh, cri critical element of the government. You could go. Yeah, Father Coughlin uh, was one of them. Yeah, and you know, Rander claims, claims that was all due to the government 
covenant them pretty much overnight and saying, if you don't get with the new program for diversity, uh, we're going to yank your 501c3 funding. And almost all of them switch from being segregationist to integrationist. Hmm. When exactly? I, I, had never heard I don't know, but uh, yeah, that's what he said. Down south, at least. Well, well I know that FEMA FEMA recently um, had a program where they've gone around to 12,000 counties in the United States training pastors of churches um, how to deal with their uh, their followers, the people in their church during a crisis, during a martial law situation, showing them how to deal with problem people, how to dole out medication, and how to arrest people as well. Um, They had a deadline to get um, like 15,000 counties on board and trained by October, this October. So I don't know Mm -hmm. why that was, um, but FEMA is involved in in the churches as well, which I think is pretty scary. Now, where did you hear that? Because I, I heard that from a local source that, uh, um, that they were training them to preach Roman 13s to to them, uh, do un, uh, render unto Caesar the great, uh, don't get involved in government. Uh, right. Um, well, I think it. Um, I, I've heard this on a couple of underground radio shows, yeah. uh, and I've heard of, I've heard people calling in. I, this was twice. Uh, one of them was a cop, and one of them was a a guy whose wife worked for FEMA. And um, these, these people are saying that uh, there was going to be some kind of man-made false flag operation in the United States in October, like an October surprise. Yeah, there's I don't know, you know, obviously I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but um, this, was, uh, this was a show all about FEMA and uh, what their plans were. And, um, I mean, it was just, a, it, you know, I listen to these radio shows and they give out URLs, to the, the facts about what's going on, but I, I never follow them up, so I can't, I can't give you a footnote to where this information is from. But uh, it's the stuff I've heard, blurbs and stuff that I've heard while listening to the radio on the Internet. So, yeah. But apparently uh, FEMA like is involved in the churches. Uh, they are. They are. Uh, and and I, I do have that on a local source. Uh, Speak up, Bob. Theseus. My apologies. I do have it on a local source, a pastor here that I contacted and said that they were indeed uh, that they that they did have uh, contact with them, and and mainly what he would tell me is that they just said it was just the basic FEMA emergency stuff, and the only real uh, thing that I would be interested in hearing he thought is that they told him to preach Romans 13 to them, uh, you know, when it came to gun confiscation and stuff like that. Oh, wow. uh, Romans 13 is render on the Caesar. And they did seize guns uh, after Katrina, didn't they? Absolutely. Absolutely that's yeah. what that was all, well, not all, but that's partially what sending the Marine Corps into New Orleans was about. They, uh, they It was a hostile uh, takeover of New Orleans. They severed the communication lines of the local uh, constabulatory uh, offices in, in downtown New Orleans. Uh, severed the communication lines. Uh, that's that's treating them like an enemy. Well, it's interesting though. My take on that whole gun confiscation in New Orleans. First of all, in New Orleans, going to have anybody that's going to fight back against the government for taking their guns in the first place. They're all niggers. As soon as the niggers see a threat, they're going to you know, 
okay, you know, especially American niggers. Um, but if that happened somewhere else, population was Wow, Todd, we're getting some serious chop with you. Chop? Yeah, what do you mean? Completely out. I mean, some serious uh, cutting out water. You know, like you water. know, like <laughs> yeah, like you just super lag. Break it up. It must be uh, the f- federal government again. Uh, it's <laughs> probably that I'm I'm I've got a wireless connection. Okay. Um, that I'm using. But you're better now, though. Okay. I don't know. I, wireless is usually way over. I, I'm on wireless too. Anyway, well, my point was uh, if uh, a natural disaster or a man-made disaster were to happen. Hey, well, hold on. I want to do some show business here, Lee. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, uh, okay, hold on. Uh, okay, Lee. Lee wants off because he's tired, and I'm, I'm going to let Lee off. And we only got a few more minutes of the show left. And uh, Lee, you want to say good night? Yeah, great talking with you guys. And, okay. Uh, take care. Hey, thanks for coming like- on. Yeah, and okay. let's hear more from you, Lee. Good to hear from you again. I hope you're going to be around a little more. Okay. See you later, Lee. Okay. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye, Lee. T- take care. You, you're bringing James back on? Yeah. Let me... Uh, okay, now let me bring James back on. <clears throat> and what are the times for for, uh, for Todd on Friday? What time? Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, it's 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. All right. 10 p.m. Eastern. Okay. All right. We'll post that up. You know, um, you know, one last thing. I, I really would love to hear more from James or um, from Lee. So, if you're listening to this to the archives, uh, Lee, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, Lee's left, and this is James, uh, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, that's James. Yeah, Lee, Lee said that a, Lee said in a chat message he was getting tired, and I'm getting tired too. That we only have a few more minutes left, folks, okay. for for uh, for for this thing has to wrap up. I think I think uh, Lee was getting tired because he was waiting for you to get your engine wound up, Alex, and uh, oh, to get a to get get a goy fire type rant going. Not tonight. No goy fire type ranting. I'm listening and <laughs> thinking about things. I got a bunch of stuff I'm going to load in the main page later on tonight, so that's what I'm thinking about. And I can't rant too loud with the uh, the baby sleeping in the background. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's that's the reason I've been a little low key and kind of talking. Yeah, that quiet storm type voice. But, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll do another Goyfire one of these days here. Yeah, Todd, you you bring kind of a a perspective. I'm I'm not quite, and I don't I don't know about um, other folks and you know uh, on this call, but I I don't quite focus in on the subjects you do, right. and uh, so this well this will be kind of a welcome, and you know Stan doesn't, and I don't think Alex quite does either. So this is, co- you know, kind of an interesting area. That's the kind well, of diversity I'm, we need. Yeah, you know, diversity. Need to hit it yeah. From, what direction do we need to hit it from? We need to hit it from every direction twice. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, we've heard from all kinds of people today in the, in the last few shows. I mean, geez. Well, I want to say something also. The the listenership grows by about six or seven percent each time we do one of these things. Really? And um, oh. tonight, how many listeners uh, would you say total you have on Free Talk? Well. Uh, we had we we carried about ninety tonight. Ninety. And uh, now that we're getting close to mid midnight, it is dropping off. Now those are unique listeners to the broadcast. And then we got we have we have hundreds of uh, you know we have hundreds of downloads of the show. 
and and I I only you know w- when when we get the data uh, uh, we we if there's a duplicate IP we filter all that out. So some people you know claim these. So the numbers are as hard as we can make them. Yeah, we we don't I mean because no BS or, or yeah. Do we get terms. do we get figures on podcast downloads, Jeff? Yeah, I can probably oh, yeah. I can probably re- research that. I don't know. I th- I'm thinking right now. It's no, we do. Are you are you asking if this show goes on a podcast? Yeah, it does. I don't know how I many people. I don't, I don't know how many uh, people. <laughs> this is something I have to look. I don't know how many people pod, you know, do this by podcast. I'm guessing right. it's it's in around ten percent. Hmm. Yeah. But you look at the numbers for downloads of uh, Goy Fire say or this. Yeah. You can check those out. I, I mean, there's two numbers. There's the, just in general, not with Goyfire, the show. There's two numbers. There's the there's the total requests, and that means everyone who who hit the request to download, and that that's in the thousands. Yeah, wow. that's good. Oh that's yeah, great. but but that's not that's a very that's a very uh, liberal number, I guess we'll say. And then um, because uh, and I don't know, I guess there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, you it's like anything. You want to go to the unique IPs and get yeah. a, a hard number. Yeah, yeah, because someone well, may someone may listen yeah, to my the show. Example is yeah. someone may listen to the show for ten minutes and stop it and come back. And, and hit it again. Is, we don't try to get obsessed about about the numbers. We try to worry about doing a yeah, quality no, broadcast no. or writing, and just keep getting better all the time. It, That's how you do it. Right. Well, the, the the fact of the matter is, is that the more people listen, you know, the the more word of mouth advertising you have, and yeah. um, and regularity you know, is a part of that, a large part of that. So I'll tell you this right now. I'm going to go and whore out this show uh, before it happens this week to a lot of places. I want as many people as possible to listen, especially I want Jews to listen. And I, I think, really, once you put a thread up there that says, Todd in Florida to host Free Talk Live on Friday night, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to brag or anything, but whenever there's like a thread that I'm involved in, there's like a ton of traffic to the thread. And mm-hmm. I think it's because the ADL, the government, <laughs> and other places are like, okay, that's that one guy that was... Uh, that, and I, I think I think it's going to have a lot of traffic. So um, some people you know, may not know what what you're referring to. That's you're listening, true. but if they Todd, listen. Has, Todd has a background. <laughs> We've talked about it before. We don't need to get into it here. But uh, yeah, well, you know, that's the one thing overall. And Jeff has been very reliable in producing these and advertising them. We always put that up there and leave it at the top for a couple of days. And that, and just doing it every week in and week out, will help grow stuff. Well, so, this show yeah, is designed to infuriate Jews. So that's mm-hmm. basically what's going to happen is that, you know, the, you got the show, uh, the, the, the movie Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ, that infuriated him pretty bad, but this yeah. guy is going to come on and say that Mel Gibson was soft on the Jews in his movie, and he's going to give points exactly as to why. And that's, that's and true. That is true. Yes. That's objectively true as far as the story that he was going with. And hey, is he going to get into the Schofield stuff at all, or is this going to be purely him reading scripture to, uh, to the devil? Um. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. I don't know who Schofield is. Um, well, you know the ba- Schofield Bible that they're teaching in, in the seminaries that claims Israel is, owns the land for all eternity. That's kind of the basis of the modern Christian now, I think, support. I think he's probably just gonna you know read out of the standard King James version. You know. So okay. Um, and I and he's probably he does. This is the kind of guy that's like he doesn't need the Bible. He, he already knows this stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but I but I told him, you know, it's like we talked about it this weekend, and I said, you know, spend uh, the week, 
in um, formulating what you want to say. But I mean, when I talk to this guy, especially when he like talks to people like that are of the left behind type group, um, he, those people infuriate him. Okay, because they're they, thick they, here in Kirksville, boy. <laughs> yeah, because and I, and I tell you what, I I haven't read the series, but I saw the author of the series come on to Hannity and Combs, and I couldn't believe what a piece of garbage this guy was. Basically, it's like if you're not involved in the rapture, you're done. You're gonna fry, <laughs> and you deserve. I mean, he just went on to like he's and he's well, that he's you know, having out a little lives over. He's disgusting. So yeah. he's going to uh, he's going to talk about that as well. So. Good enough. And we'll, uh, the beautiful part of this is all these shows are archived and they're always accessible, and you can always take and direct people to the MP3 downloads. And Absolutely. I have a category for Christians who fight the Jews and Christians who ab- abet the Jews, and other categories. Plus, we got the we got the independent archives too. So that's purely radio. But, yeah, yeah, well, I'm looking news. forward to it definitely. Excellent. Yeah, the podcasts and and the downloads are the main the main source of getting the information out to our people. And you I know, we really even got oh, the downloads folks. are the downloads are the big hitters. Yeah, no doubt about and, it. And look, the the girls, the young girls, are ahead of us uh, on on that front of the blogging and the, the video blogging. Video blogging, yeah. You no, know, the, the boot girl did it. Well, so did that did that kike over at uh, Arian. No, what is it? Oh, Atlas, uh, Atlas Shrugged. Shrugged. Atlas. The Jewess over there. You know, she's doing it. She's a wacko. I mean, she's. We couldn't say anything worse about it. I thought that was anti-Semitic at first. I thought the video was. Yeah, <laughs> you thought it was like made by someone trying to show you how crazy. Oh, you she like, thought that she was anti-Semitic. No, he thought she was. Don't you wish was freak like? Yeah, she's 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 a freak. But she is a freak. Like when they get older, they start to look like anti-Semitic cartoons. I, I just, <laughs> oh, I thought that Atlas was an. I thought it was just some kind of weird anti-Semitic. Yeah, like uh, a red or I don't know. A schizophrenic, typical <laughs> yeah. Jew. And that and that Crazy and that. But that's where we are. There's so that's that's overreach right and there. And she, I mean, she's interviewing John Bolton because like he has to. so much time to talk to her. But anyway, that's not to get distracted. Just to make the point that you know that's another of the next steps is it's all going to video and radio and. Well, and that crazy kite got John Bolton on her show. Yeah, she yeah she did. Who's another total sellout? Oh yeah, yeah he's he, he's he a he's a pure goy, uh, Shabbos goy, yeah. purely. And he gets yeah, on there and says, he says, "Oh, Israel had a right to defend themselves. They killed thousands and thousands and thousands of Lebanese because yeah. two soldiers got the person who you're trying to reach kidnapped in Lebanese territory." That's one thing that yeah. the media won't actually talk about. When you <laughs> scratch the surface, you see that those two tank kikes were kidnapped in Lebanese territory. How about that? And, and then you know what they said? They came on, it's, they put their, their foot in their mouth so much. They said, oh, wait a minute, the they've been transferred to, to Iran. It's <laughs> so obvious, you know, yeah. they can't shut up. And they're paranoid as hell. But that, that's, that's good. They need that to be was paranoid. too convenient. Yeah, it was. The timing was too convenient. Ultimately, uh, they're just trying to drain the swamp over there and see what Hezbollah was. Okay, well, Jeff, are you there? Yeah, I want to probably want to wrap this up, and are we going to yeah. do it again next Monday? Yeah, I want. Uh, I want to have to say goodbye for James. He he dropped. He's having some some trouble, and okay. uh, and uh, and well, James, sorry, the show's over. Now, and so Go I'm not going to call you back. I'm Go to sleep. There's okay, here, I'll, I'll, uh, James, I'll call you back only to say goodbye. Here, let me call. Let me try you one more time, 
Gentlemen, we're going to have to come up with a way more climactic way of ending this show. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, maybe, yeah. It's, it's ringing this time. die out in the last 20 minutes. James? Kim Ilson. Yes, sir. I need, I need you to say goodbye. Well, I just want to thank everybody for the, the great program and the many hours of uh, great racialist talk, and it was a great program. I yeah. fully enjoyed uh, yeah, it. Yeah, th- thanks to Jeff. Thanks to Jeff for producing it. Uh, that that makes it all possible. Yeah. Jeff was great. So yeah. we we really appreciate that, and we're looking forward to next Monday. Uh, Jeff, if we can do it then, and then to Todd with this uh, this Friday. Yeah, yep. Friday, 10, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Eastern. Anybody else out there who wants to participate, whether as a guest or maybe even eventually as a host, uh, get in touch. Any millionaires you want to put this up on satellite or whatever, you get in touch, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah, not absolutely. kidding. There's lots of them out there. Yeah, yeah. So you people want money, you want to invest non-mainstream craft that actually defends your interest, well, yeah. we'll do it. Yeah, we're the future. That's right. You know, I'll, I'll let out. You know, Stan has, show, has shown me the uh, the logs here, and uh, and you wouldn't. I'm I'm not going to say anything. You would not believe the kind of uh, hits we get from places. I mean, I mean, um, where it's illegal to say this. Yeah, and and I'm talking like educational institutions, elite educational institutions, and. Uh, uh, Let's so, remember our imprisoned brothers like Tom Winicky and, and Forasan getting fined thousands of euros for speaking the truth about Jews. This is dead serious stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and it is a burden, as I think James was saying earlier, and a responsibility, but it's also an honor. We get to stand up. We are the ones in our time we called to defend our race from this monstrous people that really is messing up the whole world. Yeah, we have to speak for people like Thomas Winicky, who's sitting in jail for having <laughs> an opinion. Uh, uh, he's a prisoner of conscience by every definition of the term. We we mm-hmm. still have a limited right of doing that here in the United States, and by God, we have to do it. We have to and do that's it as the key as word, we can, as long as we can. Yes. Yeah. All right. Use whatever we have as loud as we can. <coughs> an ending, an ending thought from Great Britain. We yes. have the truth. We have the truth. Come see and learn. Yeah. All right. Uh, all this will be archived. You listening? Well, I guess you'll know it at this point. But all these shows are archived for easy distribution. And uh, thanks for listening. All right. Well, good night, folks. You're listening to Vanguard Radio.